Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What up, TCK Potters? I'm your host, Sky Guasco. This is episode 143 of the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Podcast. Today, I recap week nine and dish out my ballers and stallers. We've got a lot to cover, so let's get into it. Let's do a recap of week nine here. We'll start Thursday night, dial it back a little bit. The 49ers get a big win, 28-25 over the Cardinals, stay undefeated. We've recapped this a little bit, but once again, we'll just wrap it in here. Jimmy Garoppolo, four touchdowns, over 300 yards passing. Kenyon Drake, over 100 yards and a touchdown, filling in for David Johnson and Emmanuel Sanders. Stay hot for that new number one receiver for the 49ers. Seven catches, 112, and a tut. So the 49ers stay undefeated. They get Seattle on Monday Night Football in Week 10. That is going to be the game of the week for sure. For that week, the Cardinals fall to 3-5-1. and one. Let's hop over to London, where the Texans and the Jags kicked off Sunday at 6.30 a.m. My time on the West Coast. Texans get a big win, 26 26- to three Texans move to six and three. The Jags fall to four and five. Looks like Garner Minshew could potentially be getting benched for uh, Nick Foles coming back off of IR. We will uh, discuss that further if that develops as such, but it does look that way. Garner Minshew on the day, 300 yards, but two costly picks and a handful of uh, fumbles as well. Deshaun Watson definitely uh, holding it down one more time. A huge, huge game for him. Rushing touchdown, a couple of late scores to Fells and Hopkins as well. So uh, Deshaun Watson doing his thing. Carlos Hyde for Houston, 19 carries, 160 yards. He should have had another touchdown, but he was basically uh, caught um, inside the five. uh, But he should have had another long touchdown. So Carlos Hyde looks great. This offense is running the football just fine. Uh, Keelan Cole for the Jags was a standout here, 5-4-80. And uh, Leonard Fournette still gets his work. But, um, again, no touchdowns for him. So the Jags fall to the Texans in London, 26-3. We'll move into the Sunday slate in the morning. The Bills, big win at home, moved to 6-2 and two over the Redskins, 1-8. and eight. Josh Allen, 160 in a touchdown. Adrian Peterson, 18 carries, 100 yards. He had 100 yards in the first half, actually. Kind of dwindled down after that. John Brown, four carries for 76 yards. Devin Singletary really jumped on the scene here. He had 95 yards rushing, including a two-yard touchdown. Looks like he is that number one back now. Frank Gore will be uh, his I don't want to say backup, but definitely his sidekick there. Frank Gore, three carries inside the one-yard line, not able to score for the Bills. So it looks like Singletary moving forward. So the Bills get a big win, 24-9 over Washington. Chiefs hold on over the Vikings. Chiefs move to 6-3. Vikings also 6-3. Chiefs hold on 26-23. Butker has a late uh, last-minute field goal to help the Chiefs get past the Vikings. Uh, it was a career-long 54-yard field goal um, to tie the game late, and then uh, was able to get it uh, was able to get it later as well um, for the game winner there. Matt Moore still filling in for Pat Mahomes, 275 and a touchdown. Damian Williams, 125 and a touchdown. Most of that came on a 91-yard touchdown. So pick up Damian Williams off your waivers. Looks like he's the number one back in Kansas City, but we're not really sure what that actually means right now, especially if Mahomes continues to sit. Although I do think Mahomes does come back. Uh, and spells Matt Moore, and maybe this offense will pick up a little bit more. But nonetheless, um, 
Damian Williams is kind of washy, so is LaShawn McCoy. So pick him up because you should have those backs, but uh, I would temper expectations. Tyreek Hill stays hot, six catches, 140, and a touchdown here. On the other side, Thielen um, is activated, but he gets hurt right away, re-aggravates uh, that hamstring. He's out early. Stephon Diggs should have had a huge game in his absence. He did not. Um Olabisi Johnson does have a touchdown, though. He looks good, and the tight ends are starting to pick it up. Dalvin Cook um, doing his thing over 100 yards, but no touchdown here. Kirk Cousins looks fine. So Vikings are, are rolling along, but it looks like Adam Thielen could potentially miss a couple of weeks here. Let's move on to the Dolphins and the Jets. The Dolphins get their first win of the season. Both teams 1-7 and seven here uh, in the cellar in the AFC East. Dolphins win the game 26-18. They were up 21-12 at halftime and uh, pulled away. They actually scored five points in the six, <laughs> in the second half uh, to get by the Jets here. Ryan Fitzmagic, 288 and three touchdowns. Le'Veon Bell just 66 yards on the ground uh, versus this Dolphins uh, defense. And Mike Kosicki, tight end for the Dolphins, six catches, 95 yards, a nice pickup on waivers as well. Uh, on the Jets side, Sam Darnold uh, not able to get rolling here. Uh, Robbie Anderson not able to get rolling either. And um, Kalen Balazs should be the starter for the Dolphins moving forward. Of course, Kenyon Drake goes over to the Do- uh, the Cardinals, and then they have Mark Walton actually getting suspended for an incident that happened off the field uh, early this summer, um, but he was suspended four games, so he will be out for the next four games. So it looks like Kalen Balazs is the number one back there in uh, Miami. So the Dolphins get their first win off the side, 26-18 over the Jets. Moving into Philadelphia, Philadelphia – uh, 22 to 14 over the Bears. Carson Wentz, 239 and a touchdown. Jordan Howard, 82 and a touchdown. And Zach Ertz, nine catches, 103 and a touchdown. Nice bounce back for him. Uh, on the Bears side, really tough to get going. No points in the first half. David Montgomery um, gets it moving in the second half. And uh, Mitch Trubisky a little bit, but they're just not able to get things moving here in Chicago. Definitely worried about this offense overall. Allen Robinson, I think, is still kind of a, a wide receiver two flex option. David Montgomery is that number one. Tariq Cohen potentially in PPR leagues, but everybody else I'm not interested in there. And it looks like Zach Ertz uh, put the critics to bed here with over 100 yards and a touchdown. But uh, Dallas Goddard still a factor in Philadelphia. 22-14, Philadelphia moves to 5-4. and four. Bears fall to 3-5. and five. Moving on to Pittsburgh, 26-24 over the Colts. Pittsburgh moves to 4-4. Four and four. The Colts fall to 5-3. and three. This was a great game. I watched most of it. Um, Jacoby Brissett got hurt, got his ankle rolled up and his knee rolled up early. Uh, Brian Horry came in, um, threw a touchdown right away, had a nice great drive. The second drive down the field, he was marching right along uh, and was actually picked by Mika Fitzpatrick inside the five-yard line. Fitzpatrick returned it all the way to the house on the next drive. The Colts march uh, down right away again and score. So um, Brian Horrier should be just fine if Jacoby Brissett is out, uh, but he you know, should be missing a little bit of time here, so keep an eye on that. Um, Adam Vinatieri misses a late uh, field goal. He was able to uh, put one through um, recently to help the Colts get over uh, the Broncos and get a win there, but not uh, this time against the Steelers here. So the Steelers get a win 26, 24 on the other side for Pittsburgh, Mason Rudolph, just one ninety-one, but a touchdown and uh, Marlon Mack in a nice game on the ground, 89 yards and Zach Pascal 
uh, or Pascal, uh, filling in for T.Y. Hilton, who's going to be out for the next couple of weeks, five for 76 in the touchdown. Um, Jalen Samuels, 13 receptions, 13 receptions, breaking Le'Veon Bell's Steeler record uh, for receptions by a running back. Um, the rest of the offense was pretty tame, but uh, the Steelers do get it done with some great defensive play there. 26-24 Steelers. Moving on to Carolina. Carolina, big win, 30-20 to over the Titans. Carolina moves to 5-3, and three, Titans 4-5. and five. Christian McCaffrey scores three touchdowns. He had 166 yards from scrimmage. Once again, no surprise here. 24 carries. 146 and two touchdowns on the ground alone. Ryan Tannehill for the Titans, 330 yards and a touchdown. And DJ Moore, seven catches, 101 for the Panthers here. So the uh, Christian McCaffrey-led Panthers stay hot, um, contain Derrick Henry and those receivers getting no chance. Jonah Smith doesn't do much after a nice uh, week last week. Um, so the Panthers get a big win here, 30-20 to 20 over the Titans. Moving into Oakland, Oakland comes up with a big win here, 31-24 over the Lions. Oakland moves to 4-4, four and four. Lions 3-4-1, excuse me, with that tie against the Cardinals to open the season. Uh, the Raiders get a late touchdown pass and a defensive stop to beat the Lions. Uh, Derek Carr threw a nine-yard touchdown to Hunter Renfro with just about two minutes left, um, and Got that, uh, got the lead there late in the game. Matt Stafford over 400 yards again and three touchdowns. Josh Jacobs 28, 120, and two. Great game from him. And Kenny Galladay week, four catches, 132, and a touchdown. Marvin Jones did have a nice game as well, over 100 yards himself. But um, this, uh, not much from Ty Johnson, not much from the running game for the Lions in general. The passing game, though, on fire. Raiders, though, get a big win, stay relevant, stay 500. They're three and one at home. Four and four for the Lions, three, four, and one for, or excuse me, four and four for the Raiders. I apologize. Three, four, and one for the Lions. Let's move in here to the Seahawks and the Buccaneers, 40 to 34 in overtime. Seahawks move to seven and two. Bucks fall to two and six. Russell Wilson throws five touchdowns. The Seahawks get past uh, the Buccaneers in overtime. He hit Jacob Hollister for his second touchdown on the day. And basically, once, uh, once the, the Seahawks got the ball. You pretty much figured that they were going to march down the field and score to win. And sure enough, that's exactly what they did. Russell Wilson, 378 and five touchdowns. Chris Carson, over 100 yards. Mike Evans, 12 catches, 180 and a touchdown. Chris Godwin, not much in this game. Tyler Lockett, huge game. Um, we'll get to him and our ballers and stallers. DK Metcalf as well. Uh, so the Seahawks are marching right along. Again, huge matchup with the Seahawks and the 49ers on Monday Night Football. Seahawks 40, Buccaneers 34. Broncos get a big win over the Browns, twenty-four to nineteen. Broncos move to three and six. Browns fall to two and six. Um, Brandon Allen, who is the uh, new quarterback for the Broncos, filling in for Joe Flacco, who is on the IR, uh, gets the Broncos past the Browns for his first NFL start. Baker Mayfield, two seventy-three and a touchdown, uh, but he was looking very. Uh, sporadic and um, nervous inside the pocket there. So I'm worried about Baker Mayfield moving forward. Philip Lindsay, 92 yards on just nine carries, so over 10 yards of carry there and a touchdown. He looks great. And Noah Fant beasting out for 115 yards and a touchdown, a great uh, Vance McDonald-esque run down the sideline where he stiff-armed a dude, ran through a couple more tackles and had a big, uh, big gain there for Noah Fant. So uh, worth a pickup and a stash, but I would uh, – Temper expectations. Odo Beckham, um, not much again. Getting nervous about him for sure. Jarvis Landry, same thing. Nick Chubb held in check. So the Broncos defense doing work at home. Uh, 24-19 over the Browns. 
couple more games here, and we'll get to our ballers and stallers. The Chargers upset the Packers. 26 to 11 the uh, Chargers move to 5 and 4 Packers fall to 7 and 2 Melvin Gordon scores two touchdowns here as the uh, Chargers frankly um, dominate the Packers all game Packers had not scored in the first half it was only 9 nothing uh, but the Packers only score 11 in the second half and the Chargers pull away pretty significantly here being beating them by two plus touchdowns Philip Rivers 294 and Melvin Gordon 20 carries 80 touch 80 yards and two touchdowns vintage uh, Melvin Gordon there. Mike Williams, three catches for 111 yards. Keenan Allen held in check once again. Mike Badgley, uh, four field goals. So he has been out for quite a while, but he is back and feeling good. So Mike Badgley back in the place. Four field goals gets past him. Aaron Rodgers, not much. We'll talk about him in the uh, ballers category. Um, but everybody, Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, Devontae Adams did return, but they force-fed him the ball and wasn't really able to keep track. I think that'll definitely help. Uh, you know, He'll be better moving forward, obviously, but not much this week. Um, so... Not much out of Green Bay, but the Chargers get a much-needed win to stay relevant here at home in L.A., 26-11 over the Packers. Sunday Night Football, great game. The Patriots fall. Um, I did predict the Ravens to win. The Ravens do win a huge game, really the uh, game of the year so far. Uh, and I think we've got the second game of the year coming up here on Monday Night Football with the Niners and the Seahawks. But the Ravens get a huge win, 37-20, dominating the Patriots in Baltimore, Ravens move to six and two. Patriots fall to eight and one with their first loss on the season. Tom Brady, 285 and a touchdown. Mark Ingram, over 115 yards. Julian Edelman, 10 catches for 89 yards. But it was all about Lamar Jackson and that defense, which we'll get to in our ballers and stallers. So the Ravens get a huge win here um, in Baltimore, 37 20, and uh, dethrone the Patriots for now. And this will be an interesting test moving forward to see if the Patriots have what it takes here. Everyone's been criticizing that they haven't been playing anybody. Well, they played a legitimate uh, playoff-bound team, and they got smoked, uh, albeit on the road, but nonetheless. So we'll see what the Patriots have in store moving forward after the bye. Last game on the week. The Monday night football game, the Cowboys take care of business on the road versus the Giants. No big surprise here. 37-18, the Cowboys move to 5-3, and three, and the Giants fall to 2-7. and seven. Dak Prescott, 257, and three touchdowns. Zeke, over 130 yards, and Amari Cooper, four catches, 80 yards, and a nice uh, 45-yard touchdown from him as well. Michael Gallup had a great acrobatic catch for a touchdown as well. Saquon Barkley had a nice run late, but otherwise pretty much held in check. Uh, Evan Ingram as well. Golden Tate had a ton of targets and a lot of work, but kind of just, you know, chunk plays, not much to do there. Uh, and again, Daniel Jones, not really getting it done. So the uh, Giants um, fall to the rival Cowboys at home and um, Cowboys get a much later win here to, to stay atop the NFC East 37 18. Reminder that the four teams on by last week were the Falcons, the Bungles, the Rams, and the Saints. After the break, we will get into my week nine ballers and stallers. Hey, listeners, take a break here. If you like what you're hearing and you want to find us outside of the podcast, please like and follow us on Instagram at fantasyfootball underscore TCK pod, on Twitter at TCK underscore pod, on Facebook at the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Podcast, or drop an email to tckpod at gmail.com. Of course, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening and leave a rate and review for us as well. We appreciate your feedback. Finally, make sure to visit our website, tckpod.com, for weekly rankings and Lucas's Start Sick column. Before we get into my ballers and stallers, here's a quick word from our sponsor, Anchor. Stay tuned. 
Hey, TCK Potters, I want to give a shout out to Anchor, which is the podcast avenue we record with to bring you these episodes. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. Like, how do I record a podcast? How do I record an episode? How do I get the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Podcast onto all of the apps that people are listening to? And how can I reach as many people as possible for free and make money at the same time from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you up with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. Gaining some revenue from those podcast sponsors is essential to making necessary upgrades to the podcast and your overall brand. I appreciate how user-friendly Anchor is and how we can record our episodes via our computers or over the phone, similar to a voice memo or a phone call, and we can record these episodes, edit them down as needed, upload them, and boom, the episode is ready to launch. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and even make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. One more time, that's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Ballers and installers for week nine, Russell Wilson doing it again over a hundred, um, Oh, let's see, over 39 fantasy points, I should say, um, well over 100 yards. Um, 378, five touchdowns on 29 completions. So very efficient uh, once again for Russell Wilson and this Seahawks offense passing attack is absolutely on fire. We will get to his receivers in just a little bit because Tyler Lockett lit up week nine. Next up, Jimmy Garoppolo on Thursday Night Football, 28, almost 29 fantasy points, 317 and four touchdowns. Lamar Jackson, 163 and one on the ground, but 16 carries, 61 yards and two rushing scores against the Patriots on Sunday Night Football. Huge game for Russell or uh, Lamar Jackson, excuse me. Thought he would get bottled up a little bit. They tried, but they weren't able to do it. He is just that magical. Watching him navigate the pocket and, and escape pressure was very, very impressive for Lamar Jackson. Next up, Matt, Matt Stafford over 400 yards again and three touchdowns. Ryan Fitzmagic almost 300 yards, three touchdowns. Kyler Murray, two, uh, 241 and two touchdowns. Ryan Tannehill over 300 and a touchdown. He also had a rushing touchdown as well. Dak Prescott, 250 and three touchdowns. Kirk Cousins, 220 and three touchdowns. Uh, Jameis Winston, 335 and two touchdowns. And Deshaun Watson, 200 yards and two touchdowns, but also 37 more on the ground. Some uh, honorable mentions, Derek Carr, uh, 280-plus and two touchdowns. Josh Allen, a rushing and passing touchdown. And then the Stallers, Baker Mayfield, once again, 273, but just one touchdown, did have a number of turnovers. Uh, Brandon Allen in his first start, not going to harp on him too much. They're actually almost 200 yards and two touchdowns. Brian Horrier, three touchdowns, but just 168 passing. Carson Wentz, 230-plus and just one touchdown. Matt Moore, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, and Mason Rudolph, all just one touchdown. Phillip Rivers, no touchdown, and Garner Minshew, no touchdowns for him either. Looks like Cam Newton is on the IR. So in his place will be Kyle Allen, who was two. He was 17 for 32 for 232 and two touchdowns there. So we'll see what happens with the Panthers moving forward. But it looks like Cam Newton is out. 
Next up for the running backs, we have Christian McCaffrey, 37 yard or 37 fantasy points, 24 carries, 146 and two touchdowns. Another receiving score as well. He is absolutely on fire. Kenny on Drake over 100 yards and a touchdown, 52 on uh, through the air as well Thursday night against the 49ers. Melvin Gordon, two rushing scores, 80 yards there, over 100 total. Derrick Henry, rushing and receiving score. Josh Jacobs, 120 and two touchdowns. Devin Singletary filling in and becoming the new guy there, over 140 total yards and a touchdown. And David Montgomery, two touchdowns as well on the ground. Damian Williams, a long touchdown, as I mentioned. Some stallers were Le'Veon Bell through the ground. Uh, he did have a, over 110 yards, but no touchdowns there. As I mentioned, Jalen Samuels, 13 receptions for 73 yards, but just eight carries for 10 yards there. Jamal Williams, James White um, kind of let down. Ronald Jones, I do want to mention, too, backing up a little bit, 18 carries, 67 yards and a touchdown, two for 15 as well, a nice uh, waiver pickup there. And uh, Dalvin Cook, over 100 total yards, but no touchdowns from him this week, Saquon Barkley uh, either. Some stallers here, um, Austin Eckler, uh, just 70 yards, and 23 through the air. Chris Carson, over 100 yards, but again, no touchdowns for him. Zeke, 139 yards, but no touchdowns there either. Adrian Peterson, over 100 yards, but no touchdowns. So if you're in bonus leagues, that works out, but otherwise not so much. Leonard Fournette, just 72 total yards and no touchdowns once again. Matt Breida, Miles Sanders, Marlon Mack, um, not getting it done. And Ty Johnson, one more time, uh, starting to get the uh, bulk of the carries, but not much there. Tevin Coleman, Sonny Michelle, Aaron Jones uh, also did not much produce a couple more here receivers and tight ends and we will get out of here for the receivers tyler lockett 40 fantasy points the lead scorer on the week 13 receptions on 18 targets 152 and two touchdowns mike evans 12 catches on 16 targets 180 and a touchdown dk metcalf Great game for him as well. A breakout six for 123 and a touchdown. Uh, nice to see two Seahawks up at the top here in the top three. Marvin Jones, eight for 126 and a touchdown on 10 targets. Tyreek Hill, six for 140 and a touch. Emmanuel Sanders, nice, uh, doing very, very well kicking it off for the 49ers here. Seven for 112 and a touchdown. Preston Williams, two touchdowns, but he lands on IR and is done for the season. Muhammad Sanu, 10 for 81 and a touchdown on 14 targets. Kenny Galladay, 130 and a touchdown as well. Jamison Crowder, uh, New Hopkins, Pascal, Cooper, Hunter Renfro, Sutton, Landry, Curtis Samuel, Andy Isabella, Devontae Parker, and um, Rashad Perryman all have a touchdown as well on the day. A couple of stallers here quick. Um, Chris Godwin, 6 for 61. I think he'll bounce back. I'm not worried about him moving forward. And uh, Odell Beckham, 5 for 87. Um Definitely worried about the Browns. We'll get more into them later this week here with Lucas. Uh, Golden Tate, 6 for 42. Michael Gallup, 2 for 33, but a great acrobatic touchdown. And uh, Devontae Adams, just uh, 41 yards on 11 targets, but I think they'll get more in sync there moving forward. Moving into the tight ends. Zach Ertz up at the top once again, 9 for 103 and a touchdown on 11 targets, 25 fantasy points. Noah Fant, 3 for 115 and a touchdown. George Kittle, 6 for 79 and a touchdown on 8 targets. Jacob Hollister, 2 touchdowns on 4 receptions. Mike Kosicki, set, uh, 6 for 95 and Hunter Henry, 7 for 84. Um, some stallers here. Uh, Vance McDonald did have a touchdown, but just 30 yards. Otherwise, Jason Witten, his token 58 yards there. Nick Boyle steps in for Mark Andrews and gets that touchdown. Travis Kelsey, just 62 yards. Rudolph, Doyle, and Jarwin all have touchdowns, but not much to show for it in the yardage category. Uh, Evan Ingram, 6 for 48. And Tyler, uh, TJ Hawkinson, 3 for 56. And 
Um, Darren Fells uh, gets his token touchdown. Darren Waller just two for 52. Greg Olson, three for 40. And see all the way down here, uh, Eric Ebron, two for 16. So not a big game there. And uh, Mark Andrews has skipped over him. Mark Andrews just two for 21 on the day. So those are your ballers and sellers for week nine. And on the next episode with Lucas, we will get into our week 10 preview, our starts and sits of the week, and some trade talk. for this episode be sure to email us at tckpod at gmail.com or shoot us a dm on instagram twitter or facebook you can also visit our website tckpod.com for weekly rankings waiver wire ads and lucas's start sit column if you've gained any value from this episode you know what to do make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening and leave a rate and review on the podcast as well as give us a like and a follow on social medias really does make a difference for an independent podcast and we much much appreciate it make the most of the rest of your day and we'll catch you next time on the candlestick kids fantasy podcast thank you so much for tuning in i'm scott guasco and i am out of here thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.